Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, thanks. It's Monday, January 10th, 2022. Coming up on the program today, urinary orgasms. Let the stream of pleasure flow through you. Plus, another dessert recipe made inside your asshole. A dumb teenager overdoses on tanning injections. And Santa's reindeer took a big fat deuce on your patio furniture. And now, to perform a patriotic song, please welcome the Westboro Baptist Church. Such a sweet rectum. A lot of uh, hot liquid food just went out all at once. Is Miss Vagina thinking about Mr. Penis? Please, no confessions involving children. It's just a fun thing. Yes, Tim Henson back here with you to start a new week. Program's got a great show for you today. At the top of the podcast, we played a little bit of Wicked Land of Sodomite from the Westboro Baptist Church. Always a feel-good song. We've actually uh, played it a few times. But it's always been uh, an abbreviated, right, a shortened version. The song actually clocks in at over two minutes. I like to keep it tight, though. I feel a little Wicked Land of Sodomite goes a long way. Although the the entire song is pretty great. Here's a little bit that uh, I I cut out for the intro. I don't know why. I should actually include it. Oh, Wicked Land of Sodomite, you've reached the bottom row. Could possibly rhyme with wrong. On top of all your filthy deeds, you eat each other's That's nasty. If you don't know or don't remember the Westboro Baptist Church, they're the God Hates Fags Church. And, you know, they're obsessed with gay people. They think all gay people eat crap. They try to incorporate at least a line or two of feces eating in most of their song parodies. Honestly, I don't blame them in the least. I try to include butts or poop in all of my song parodies. You may recall my classic journey spoof. Don't stop pooping, peeing. Just 
with a golden Yankovic at last year's Yankees. Apparently the Academy is not a huge fan of poop humor. I thought the lyrics were actually pretty smart. You know, when I say stretch that b-hole and I stretch out the word b-hole, I mean, that works on multiple levels. Christ, come on. My poop and butt humor is for the thinking man. Listen, as I stated, I've got a great show for you today. I think we're done with the poop and butt content for a while, but it's gonna remain gross. This is Distorted View Daily, after all. You know, we have featured countless piss-porn clips on the podcast, but we've also featured medicinal piss-idiots. You know, the people that drink urine because they think it cures illnesses. They're dropping piss into their eyes, rubbing it into their skin. They think it's magical, mystical. They call it their miracle water or whatever. If you don't believe me, just search for urine therapy on YouTube. So let's see here. There are uh, piss porn videos on the internet, urine therapy slash medicinal pee videos. What if these two ideas were combined? The healing nature of urine mixed with the fun eroticism of water sports. Sounds like all the ingredients are there to start a weird sex cult. And it appears there may have been one back in 2004. May I introduce you to Caressa Universal? They are a group of freewheeling, urine-loving folks who wanted us all to experience the urinary orgasm. Ta-da! Now, Caressa Universal doesn't exist anymore. Their website was uh, either shut down or they didn't pay their Wix bill. Thanks to the Wayback Machine and Archive.org, I can sort of see what they were up to back in 2004. According to the site, Caressa Universal is based on the experience of a tantric group with backgrounds in spirituality, science, and arts. In order to bring this principle to life, various tantric techniques, which led to multiple orgasms, are used. The main idea of our activity is sexual continence, in all caps there. Apparently, the idea of sexual continence is very important. See, I thought with, like, sexual energy, you want to get it out. You want to be sexually incontinent, right? Just dribble your sex all over the place. Let it flow, baby. Continence, to me, means that you you keep it in. To be fair, I don't know what the word continence means. I know what incontinence is. You know, I, I just assumed it meant the opposite. I'm also a moron, though. I could very easily just go to Google and look this up. All right, continence, the ability to control movements of the bowels and bladder. Self-restraint, especially with regards to sex. Oh, okay, so they're not saying what I thought they were saying. The main idea of our activity is sexual continence. Control yourself, sustained by real love. Sexual continence, the control of sexual energy. Oh, I should have just read on. (laughs) There was an explanation of sexual continence there. Uh, Sexual continence is the control of sexual energy. It means, oh yeah, like tantric sex. Okay, you know, you control it. You come when you want to come. You know, days after you start fucking. All right, uh, the control of sexual energy is sexual continence. It means that the man doesn't ejaculate during the erotic act and the woman doesn't discharge her erotic potential. The basic squirt. Are we talking about squirt here? Don't spray your lady juices until you're ready. The basic technique that we use here, which leads to ecstasy, is the urinary orgasm. 
That's also in all caps, so that must be a very important term. Urinary orgasm. For the first time, you will see Tantra teachers in action. Extraordinary orgasm experiences. Tens of women screaming in a group urinary orgasm. Love scenes beyond every imagination. Endless pee games. That sounds like the porn version of Squid Games. And I am here for it. While they are presented in an attractive form and use an artistic language, these productions are in fact lessons for those willing to find out the profound secret of erotic ecstasy. So it's porn. They're, they're selling porn videos. It's all just sort of wrapped up in a spiritual shell there. Now, the unique combination of tantric practitioners and artists bring this revolutionary approach to your screen and to your lives. See our movies and definitely improve your erotic life forever. I would love to improve my erotic life. I don't know if P is the answer. I don't know if I'm willing to go there, but I'm going to keep an open mind. And thankfully, I've tracked down a few of Caressa Universal's videos. I've got uh, 2P or not 2P for ecstasy. I like the rhyming. Can definitely appreciate that. Uh, the other video is Kingdom of Golden P. So let's take a listen to this first one here. This is uh, to pee or not to pee. For the first time in the history of the world, a secret tantric society is breaking the silence. 100 initiated women are determined to prove the fascinating results of the urinary orgasm. The video uh, that's being played is just uh, woman after woman lying around in nature, like in the grass or on hills, on rocks, just uh, laying back and pissing. Big, strong waterfalls. They dare to present a gigantic flood of pee, a unique ocean of lust. <laughs> These 100 women show you their true and fake experiences, their spontaneous ecstasy, a group urinary orgasm which changes the erotic mood of the planet. That's some earth-shattering pissing happening. It's, you know, it's like in Ghostbusters when they cross the streams. You know, they're not supposed to do that. It's kind of like a last resort situation when they're shooting at the ghost. Guessing that's what happens when you get like a uh, hundred women all pissing on one another at once. The video is so weird. There's no talking aside from that introduction. It's literally just shot after shot of women writhing around in nature, peeing and I guess coming. We're supposed to be orgasming just by peeing. The pee is what's getting them horny. The pee is making that, that, that's what a pee orgasm is. No, they're they're slapping their cunt, fingering it, rubbing it. I mean, yeah, there's pee involved, but you're still coming the normal way. She orgasms like an enchanted horse. Whoa. Good girl. Good girl. Easy. Easy. The second video, uh, which is Kingdom of Golden Pea, is uh, much of the same. The video starts off with uh, not a narration, but a bit of a warning or a statement uh, saying all the states are 100% authentic in this movie. The actors didn't use any kind of drugs, alcohol, or stimulating substances. 
the intense manifestations of the women that you see is based on the extraordinary power of the urinary orgasm. By the way, on the Caressa website, there was an events tab. So I'm guessing there was like seminars or uh, sessions you could pay to attend to learn the tips and tricks to unlock the urinary orgasm within. Oh, someone's pissing. More pee. This is like a bunch of women sitting on ruins. Is this like Athens or something? Is that the Parthenon? I have to think the Greek government would frown upon the activities taking place in this video. This is like some pure mood soundtrack going on here. I know somehow Enya's involved with this. I think she's trying to orgasm or urinate. She may have some kidney stones she's trying to pass. Maybe she's giving birth? Oh, no. That's pee. But was it a urine orgasm? Yes, it was. This is all very confusing to me. I can't tell if this is some actual new agey bullshit, or is this just an artsy way to package piss porn? You know, make people who are into just watching women urinate feel better about themselves. If you think you know the answer, uh, voicemail into the show, 206-666-4463. I want to hear from you. I wish I could say we're done with the pee portion of today's podcast. A tongue twister. Unfortunately, and I swear to God I didn't have this planned, someone in the Discord posted a, a couple of interesting videos that I wanted to feature last week, but I didn't get around to it. They've just they've been up in my web browser, and I really want to get them off. So I thought we'd go over them today, and sure enough, it has to do with pee and cum, too, so it's a little different. In this clip, a man uh, jizzes and pees in a couple of girls' eyes. Bonus, there's no New Age music playing in the background. This is really for uh, more of the hardcore piss freak. Someone who doesn't necessarily care about learning the tantric secrets to urinary orgasms. We need cum in our eyes. She just wants cum in her eye. This is a nitty gritty bitch. Getting down to basics. I like the way she thinks. Mm, we are eye holes. Yeah. Mm, we are eye sluts. Whores, eye sluts. Pee-hoes, cum prostitutes. I do appreciate that their eyes are very white, at least in the start in the video. So we're really going to see how irritated their eyes get uh, after the jizz and pee. Please come in our eyes. Okay, give them a chance. Please come in our eyes. See, all of this pleading would just make me too nervous. I would lose my boner. It's way too much pressure. Girls, if you want come in your eye, that's fine. Just, just kneel there. Hold your eyes wide open with your fingers and just be silent. Let me you concentrate. Our eyes with your cum. I know. God. We love coming our eyes. We such cum sluts. I feel like the director just told them to ad lib until he ejaculates. Eye whores. Just keep talking about how much of an eye whore you are. Uh, sluts. sluts, right. Let me fast forward here towards the end. Please come in our eyes. Oh, there he goes. One of the girls gets the majority of the cum. The other one gets like a drop. 
You can just hear it in their voices that they don't mean that. This is so amazing. They sound like a pair of low energy cock destroyers. Remember those girls? They were enthusiastic. We're gonna destroy your cock. We're the cock destroyers. And these girls are like, please, sir, may I have some more cum in my eye? Very Oliverish. Oh, I forgot about the pee. Mm. Oh, so amazing. <laughs> they sound like YouTube influencers, don't they? This new makeup by Jeffree Star is amazing. We love Kamala's. Love his tongue. Are you going to pee or what? Oh, there he goes. Oh. Oh. That sound is like his piss hitting her eyeball. Oh, it feels so nasty. It does. Maybe they're blind, you know, and this is urine therapy. His ears blindness, right? Oh, 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 I think this clip and uh, the other one I have, which I'm going to play for you in just a second. Thankfully, it has nothing to do with P, but I think these were both submitted by Scumhook. And you know how he's like Australian or whatever? I think he was like searching out Australian women because uh, every one of these broads has accents. So guys, we're going to be having some anal desserts. Remember when I was like, uh, I think we're done with the poop and butt stuff for the day. I lied. I'm a big fat liar. Never trust anything I say. Yeah, I think this is uh, one of those videos where they uh, they whip up a dish in a butthole and then they like they just shit it out and eat it. Let's see, what is in this anal dessert? I see some whipped cream. I see some berries. Oh, berries and cream. Berries and cream. Berries and cream. Anal dessert, which would be strawberries and whipped cream. I feel like you don't even need to really incorporate the anus to, to make this dish, you know? That will be going up our asses. Yeah, this recipe is just needlessly complicated. You could skip this step, actually. So they, they leave the strawberries in the bowl. They take the whipped cream, squirt it up their asses, then shit it out into the strawberry bowl. They could have just as easily just squirted the, the whipped cream on top of the strawberry. But okay, whatever. This is porn. I'm treating this like it's a real cooking segment, you know? No, okay. Whip, she's feeling a little full. Got the whipped cream and some gas in her butt. And, uh, <laughs> she's shitting it out. Here is the other girl, uh, shitting out her whipped cream. Yeah, she's loaded up. She likes a little more cream with her berries. Okay, dessert is served. Just like mom used to make. I wonder which bowl is going to go to which girl. Like, is uh, one girl going to eat the ass cream from the other? <laughs> this is your ass. Okay. Are you eating my ass or my ass? 
They decide to feed each other their ass cream. More ass cream? Yeah, just try some of her ass cream. They appear to like it. And that was all ass dessert. <laughs> the complete recipe can be found in this month's Better Homes and Gardens. Finally, today, before we get into the news, I thought we would check in with an old friend. I am talking about Pig Slut Norm. He is known uh, all over the weird internet. You may have seen pictures of him. He's got um, a bra tattooed on his chest, just kind of like an outline. The word slut on his belly. He's got the word pig on his forehead. He can be seen frequently wearing those uh, tit suction cups. He's really, he's always trying to give himself breasts. There's kind of a famous picture uh, of him on the internet with him all tatted up, looking super freaky uh, with the caption, welcome to the internet, I will be your guide. You may have seen that around. We've featured Norman for years. Uh, He's growing a beard right now, which is kind of nice. I guess for the holidays, maybe he had a side gig as a mall Santa. That's a horrifying thought. Hide your kids. Anyway, if you if you want to see what this guy looks like, uh, check out the chapter artwork. I tried to find a um, at least like a PG rated photo of him. Anyway, here's what Norm's been up to. Just another pig day in paradise. Pig in his tit cups. It's been two hours. It's time to get these babies off. It's sucking on really tight. I'll tell you. Yeah. This is going to take a while to get them off. There we go. Oh. Here's one tit cup off. Pop that off. Then we go for the second one. Got to burp it. The tit fart. Oh, so, right. There we go. There's the second tit cup off. Look at these pig tits, eh? Pig Norman Summerton. Can you imagine tits on a pig? Wee! 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 Yeah, that's kind of his signature sound. He posts uh, rather frequently on Twitter. You know, he, he kind of degrades himself. He says, uh, here's a recent tweet. Such a pathetic hog. Loser Norm Summerton in all its pig glory. Squeal. Hashtag cuck. Hashtag chastity. Hashtag masochist. And also cage, sadist, control. Here's another tweet. Wee, wee. Wee, wee. Hashtag female supremacy. Wee, wee. If you scroll through his timeline, you can find his cocksucker ID card, which reads Norman Summerton, nickname pig, about him seeking close, intimate friendship with other male pig creatures. Pig sucks cock and swallows cum. Cum cuddle. If you want to uh, contact him, uh, you have to go through his um, owner or whatever, mistress, uh, Miss Kalicious. And then there are also photos of him just covered. Like his whole face is covered in cum. He likes to make his own memes. Like it'll be a photograph of him slurping up jizz with the caption, uh, Pig Norman. And on the bottom it reads, Cum Drippings. He really likes to be treated like a worthless piece of shit. Pig Norman Summerton. Pig. Yeah. Such a fucking loser. 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 Loser Pig Norman Summerton. You know he's rock hard when he's saying that, right? Here we have it. A piggy with titties. Hmm? All right. You get the piggy idea. Piggy with titties. You got titties. Look at these titties. Aren't they beautiful? No. Ah, three hours in the tit cups. 
Just another honest day's work. Well, there you go. Norman Summerton, he seems to be doing well. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. And the fucked up news right now. Not a member of the Distorted View Sideshow. What are you waiting for? Sign up, become a true and honorable freak today. And when you do, you will grab this past weekend's Sideshow exclusive episode. We did three Sideshow exclusive episodes last week. Go to superfreaksideshow.com, sign up right now. When you do, you'll gain access to the entire archive of programs. Been at this for, uh, I believe, 17 years now. There are 4,000-plus shows in the archives. Uh, And again, every week we do new exclusive shows. Memberships are very inexpensive, starting at $6.99 a month. This is how I make my living, so if you like Distorted View Daily, support this nonsense. There are other ways to get exclusive shows as well. Uh, If you listen primarily or only through Spotify... You can sign up and get exclusive shows right from there. Uh, Same deal with Apple Podcasts. Just search for Distorted View on Apple Podcasts. You can see uh, where you can subscribe. It's just like one tap. You buy it. Boom. You get access. It's super, super simple. So now there are a few ways to access Distorted View Sideshow content. Trying to make it easy for you guys. All right. Three very quick stories now. First up. This one comes from Colorado. A family woke up to a disturbing surprise on Christmas morning. Feces scattered on their children's picnic table and her scooter went missing. I think I would be more upset about the shit on the picnic table because, you know, I got to clean that up. With the scooter, it's like, that sucks, but I don't have to pick up turds. The mother who wishes to remain anonymous, she doesn't want any copycat poopers to visit her house. The whole neighborhood will be down here taking a shit on our stuff. Uh, The mother who wishes to remain anonymous said that she saw what happened after watching their ring surveillance video. I just saw a great ring video the other day. What was it? It was like um, a mailman was uh, annoyed because there was a fucking yappy dog in the yard. I mean, it was like fenced in though, right? And so the mailman had a package to deliver. And some mail. And so the mailman just took the package and uh, threw it over the fence so it would land on the dog. Hold on here. I think I can find it in my history. Well, you know, on one hand, I'm like, yeah, it's a real yappy dog. It's super annoying. It needs to be put in its place. On the flip side, this driveway is completely gated in. I don't even think the mailman could uh, get up to the house if he wanted to. I don't know where he's supposed to leave the package. But he doesn't really have to interact with the dog at all. So here, here comes the here comes the package over the fence, and the dog is kind of dumb. It's not like the mailman like threw it, right? He gave the dog some notice, like, "Hey, I'm going to drop this package. You should really move your stupid fucking paws." And then the mailman just puts the rest of the mail in the box. I mean, it wasn't like a huge package. I mean, the dog's okay, obviously. It continues to bark at the mailman afterwards. Doesn't miss a goddamn beat. But still, I'm pretty sure the mailman should be fired for that, right? Those ring surveillance cameras are great. My girls were laying in bed way past their bedtime, waiting to hear Santa Claus and his reindeers land on the roof. Just tell your kids it was reindeer shit on their picnic table. You're like a little magical story. The reindeers pooped in our yard. As opposed to telling them the truth. Mommy has some enemies at work. Or, uh, honey, we live in a bad neighborhood. 
Those were homeless people taking a shit on your picnic table. Reindeer pellets sound way better, right? Anyway, my girls were laying in bed way past their bedtime, waiting to hear Santa and his reindeer land on the roof. My five-year-old went outside the next morning and saw it. She instantly told me not to worry. It had to be, uh, it had to have been the reindeer that pooped outside, shared the mother. So that's what the little girl thought. I wish she was right, but unfortunately, we had a nasty mess to clean up. In the video, the man is seen walking up to the family's porch, looking around, and then dropping his pants to defecate on the picnic table. The man then moves around a few times. Like, with his ass? Was he squishing the shit into the picnic table? Uh, The man moves around a few times before pulling up his pants, looking around, and then he spotted grabbing the scooter and riding away on it. It wasn't so much a getaway car, it was a shit-away scooter. The woman said, quote, Someone has to recognize him, and I just want him to know how horrible that was. (laughs) It was really stinky poop. Uh, and mushy. Uh, it would be one thing if it was like little nuggets, Bristol ones, if you will. Uh, I hope he is so embarrassed that he will never do that again, shared the mother. A neighbor found the scooter down the street and returned it. I love those little local slice of life news stories. This is the type of stuff. These are little anecdotes from, um, middle America. Second story we have for you today. I didn't even know this uh, technology or medicine or uh, I don't know what you would call this. I didn't know this existed. I am a very pale individual. My skin tone is measured in lumens. You know, I'm like I'm translucent. I'm very, very bright. And uh, I desperately have always wanted to uh, get a nice, deep, dark tan. And, you know, if I'm out in the sun long enough, you know, all summer, I'll get a little tan. I'll get a tiny bit of color. But. At that point, I just, I look kind of human. That's the the best I can get to. I don't look sickly anymore. Apparently, though, there are like these injections you can give yourself to make yourself tan, you know, golden brown. One UK man wanted a shortcut to a golden tan, and instead he got skin damage. So maybe it's, it's best that I didn't try this method. Dylan Wright, 28, is now warning against the dangers of tanning injections he once used. He claimed left him with the dry, sun-spotted skin of a 60-year-old. Well, I've got the hair of a 60-year-old. Why not get the skin of a 60-year-old? What, you know, what's there to lose, I say? My skin will at least match the age of my hair. The freckles, a permanent reminder of his tanning faux pas, even gave him a cancer scare. Quote, the doctors called me an idiot and told me it's a side effect from the drug, but now I'm stuck with freckles. The Essex resident told Southwest News Service, quote, I've got freckles like I'm in my 50s or 60s, like like he's got uh, liver spots, it looks like. Uh, It feels like my skin's aged. The self-tanning shots use a lab-made hormone called uh, (laughs) melanotan. I don't know. Melanotan. Melanotan? I don't know. Melanotan 2 to increase melanin production, but at the cost of moles and freckles. Oh, yeah, you don't want something to give you moles. Those uh, you have to check out for cancer. Before a 2014 trip to Spain, he purchased the injections for about 10 pounds. I think that translates to about $13. Not a bad deal. Way cheaper than a tanning package. He used it to amp up a soon-to-be beach glow. Wright gave himself two injections. I think that was really his mistake. He overdid it. One would have been enough. 
He gave himself two injections before heading to the airport to, you know, get a head start on his desired bronzed look. However, at the end of the six-day vacation, his complexion was darker than he expected. I would say he looked at this point like an African-American, but he's so, like, he has such white features, right? Even even if he was painted Vanta Black, you could still identify him as a white man. Looking back, he said he was probably supposed to only use one syringe, but didn't want to take another through airport security and was nervous. One just wouldn't do the trick. I bought them before to make the most of the sun. I went on the sunbeds a bit before the holiday, but didn't take the injections until just before I left. I was too scared to take them anyway. Last month, he turned to TikTok to post a video of his beauty horror story. The video, which was posted in December, shows a photo from Wright's holiday as he pokes fun at himself for getting a bit too crisp in the sun post-injections. Again, take a look at the chapter artwork. I will try to provide a, a, a picture that really illustrates how dark this little white boy got. It's almost a hate crime, what he looks like. The video amassed about 600,000 views and 23,000 likes, but also garnered comments from people horrified at how dark Wright's skin looked. So good, it altered your genetics, one person wrote. Others, though, actually asked where he got the injections. No, no, this is not a sponsored tweet. He's not trying to sell anything here. All right, uh, yes, others asked where he got the injections, apparently hoping to bump up their tans. I kind of want to try it. Wright, however, was quick to shut them down, warning of the after effects and the judgmental looks from others. Well, maybe people wouldn't be as dumb as you, injecting yourself multiple times with this stuff. And we would just like do like half a syringe full. I just need something. I seem to recall in my 20s, I tried a bunch of weird shit. Like I, uh, I went tanning, but then I heard about tanning pills and uh, I tried those, but I can't stick with anything. So I like, I forgot about them and I, I stopped after a couple days. But apparently I think one of the side effects of the tanning pills, not even really a side effect, it's the only effect of the tanning pills is that it um not really it doesn't really give you a tan it just sort of turns your skin orange i think i would be okay with that though again like any color is better than what i've got going on right now he says i was so embarrassed people staring at me like i had something severely wrong with me the bleached hair didn't help i look like a pint of guinness Halfway through his trip, he noticed how dark he was, despite thinking the injections didn't work because he bought them online. By the last day, he caught people staring at him. It looked really odd because I had this white top and white hair, and I think that makes it funnier, he said. After I saw the photo, I thought, oh my god, this is not cool. Because the injections make tanning more efficient, being in the sun for nine hours a day is like being in the sun for a week every day, and that was the problem. When he returned back home, he refused to tell his parents what he had done, despite their questioning about the abrupt change. Now, Wright, whose excessive tan has since faded, but, you know, has some skin damage, the freckles and stuff, he's now spreading awareness about the injections, urging people to do research into possible side effects. It's really not worth it. There are safer ways to tan, like fake tanning. It gave me a wake-up call. It's a classic case of being 20 and thinking you're invincible. Yes, 20-year-olds are morons. Final story we have for you today. Hey, let's go to Texas. We're going to Texas. We're going to Texas. We're going to Texas. Here we go. Woo! We're going to Texas. Yeah. We're going to Texas. All right. Um, 
just about everyone here in the United States has the coronavirus, right? It's like a million new cases a day. Chances are at least someone in your house has it. So what do you do? How do you stay safe? What do you lock your little your little child, your little disgusting, filthy cunt turd away in their bedroom? Let them fend for themselves for a couple weeks? That may not sound very humane, but it's way more compassionate than one mother in Texas. A Texas mom faces criminal charges after she allegedly stuffed her 13-year-old son in the trunk of a car. All because he tested positive for COVID-19 and she didn't want to get exposed. Sarah Beam, 41, allegedly packed up her son and took him to a drive through coronavirus testing center in Houston on January 3rd. Witnesses reported hearing noises coming from the back of Beam's vehicle when she pulled up to the testing center at Ken Pridgen Stadium. Oh, so he wasn't like quarantining in the trunk. She just stuffed him in there to take him to go get tested. I mean, that that sounds more reasonable. I'm not saying I would do that to my kid, but I'm sure the thought would cross my fucking mind. This all went down on January 3rd. Witnesses reported hearing noises coming from the back of Beam's vehicle. Uh, Bevan Gordon, the health services director at the site, asked Beam to uh, open up the trunk, ma'am. I need to see what's going on there. Well, that revealed the teenager lying down inside. Beam, who has worked as a teacher in the Cypress Fairbanks Independent School District since 2011, explained that she was trying to keep her son isolated. You couldn't have just driven him with his head hanging out the window or something. I mean, I feel like there are other options. Take a pickup truck. Have him ride in the bed of it. It's Texas. I think that's allowed over there. The mother stated that she put her son inside the trunk. You know what? Rent a fucking U-Haul. Put him in the back there. I mean, come on. The mom stated that she put her son inside the trunk to prevent her from getting exposed to possible COVID while driving him to the stadium for additional testing. Gordon told Beam that she and her son would not be tested until the teen was removed from the trunk and seated in the back seat of the car. Oh, I'm sure the woman put up a big stink there. Uh, he then promptly called the police. The school district runs the testing site and has its own police department, which investigated the incident. Cops said the child was not harmed. Really? Not even a sore neck from being stuffed in there? Surveillance footage from the testing site shows Beam opening the trunk and her son climbing out. The Cypress Fairbanks Police Department said a warrant was issued for Beam's arrest Friday uh, for child endangerment. He mostly worked as a teacher at Cypress Falls High School. Uh, guess what? She's been placed on administrative leave. Now she's probably going to get fired. She's going to get evicted and she'll be living out of her car. Assuming Child Protective Services don't take the kid away from her, his bedroom might just end up being that very same car trunk. Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? That is irony, right? Or is that Alanis Morissette's definition of irony? Not sure. Uh, that, my friends, is your distorted news for Monday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. I love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. That's my email address. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedview show. Don't forget, we've got a Discord where all the freaks hang out. They post a lot of great stuff. 
links to distorted view worthy videos. They have great chats. They watch TV shows together. I mean, it's a whole thing happening there, and it's absolutely free. There's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. Hey, let's check in with a few of my patrons. These are freaks who pledge at least $5 a month over there at uh, patreon.com slash view. Just another way to help the show out. Uh, you can pledge as little as a dollar over there. I definitely appreciate all you guys for supporting the program. Uh, if you pledge $5, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will uh, I will play your calls first. I stumble through that. Uh, yes, caller. Hey, Timmy Boo. This is Largen, California. Uh, you know, the purveyor of audio excellence and the spoken word, I can, I can certainly understand that you're, you're probably frustrated when the English language doesn't have a word that specifically means what it is you're trying to describe. Uh, listening to the, the butt-belching episode, and, you know, I, I, I feel your frustration. You know, there, there's no word in the English language that actually means, you know, like forcefully expelling gas from your it really It really is an inadequate language. I agree. What was it? I was looking for a word for butt belching. That actually means, you know, like forcefully expelling gas from your ass. Oh, right. Fart. I see what you're, you're making fun of me. Butt belching is different. I don't know how. <laughs> Did I just really forget about the word fart? I, I was looking for a word to describe butt belching and I couldn't come up with one. I'm going to have to go back and listen to that episode of DV. I don't know what the hell's wrong with me. <laughs> hey, Tim, this is Professional Casual on the Discord. But loving your shows re- recently. Very funny stuff. You've been doing great work. What? I got to talk to you about Haley's comment. Oh, okay. When he called in, he said he's not a sub, but he's a dad, and he put on that voice. Made me cringe. It was, it was a little much, Haley's comment. Um, Are you sure that was the real Haley's comment? But I'm sure that's going to get all those that really hate you really upset so good job on that uh anyway love you tim a lot of fake haley's comments calling in recently hey timothy it's meowness um i actually have a question for one of the listeners um i was getting caught up this past weekend and hachimachi uh called in and said on the 20th that it was his birthday do you know how annoyed i am that i'm not a part of this conversation like i'm just supposed to sit back and just play this let you talk to someone who's not on the other end and I realized I had a good question for you. Go ahead. Um, my son, uh, his birthday is also on the 20th. And I'm trying to figure out, like, what did you do growing up to try to separate that from Christmas? If you guys even um, c- celebrated that. Because we've tried something for a few years. He was born a few years ago. And I don't know. It never seems to really get separated from Christmas. So I'm just curious what you guys did. Thanks. Can I talk now? Are you guys done with your conversation? Great, thanks. Now we can continue on with uh, this fucking show where I'm entertaining hundreds of thousands of people. But uh, by all means, let's just put everything on pause so two people can have a little convo. Good God, I hate all of you. All of my listeners, you're a big pain in my ass. Although I would like to know the answer. People that have birthdays so close to Christmas, that must be hard for you. Even if you get a big birthday celebration on December 20th, you feel like you're getting gypped, right? You get your birthday present and you're like, you know, they're holding out. They're spending the big money on the Christmas presents or vice versa. You get an awesome birthday present and they're going to skimp out on the Christmas presents. It'd be so hard not to always think that. Yes, Hey, this is uh, Ray all the time. I chill over. No, I can't do this today with you. No, your your phone is just atrocious. Call back again. Uh, hello, this is Blue Sweet. I've never called in before. Uh, you guys were talking about peanut butter ice cream, 
and about how you can't find a Baskin Robbins anywhere, I get my Baskin Robbins at my local Safeway. Or I suppose you guys probably have Bonds or Albertsons, whatever the heck it is over in your direction. Okay. Well, I mean, Timmy Boo's direction. And anyway, that's it. Bye. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I have a Baskin Robbins near me. It's not super close, but it's uh, around. Are you talking to a listener? Are you having a conversation with a listener? A lot of private chats taking place on the voicemail line today. I don't like it. Yes, Carl. Hi, Tim. This is Turbo with an X. Turbo. I just finished listening to your... Oh, no. Wait, guys. I got to see here if he calls back. He called once, and I didn't play that call. Then he played this one. This was the good call, (laughs) and he fucked up. And then he called a day later. Let's see. Let's see what observation he's making a day later. Let's see if he can get his complete thought out. Hey, Tim. Turbo with Max here. Turbo. Um, I have a question first. Okay. Why does everyone hate Unicorn Hamster so much? I think it's his voice. He's kind of weird, but so is everyone who calls in. I know. Uh, the people I really hate are the people who keep go on and on about their Teslas. It's like good that your cars don't produce emissions because you're producing a lot out of your ass when you sit there sniffing your own farts, assholes. And then uh, I just finished. I just saw that uh, Maya Rudolph, you know, the, the actress in the SNL um, character, not character, cast member, whatever. She was in Bridesmaids and stuff. Uh, she got into a car wreck. She hit a tree with her Tesla. I don't know if uh, self-driving was enabled or uh, if she was drunk or something. Who knows? But uh, she hit a tree hard enough that the um, uh, airbags were deployed. So, I don't know. Just listening to your October 18th, 2021 sideshow, the one with the guy who goes into the wiener circle and gets all racist. Oh, yeah. And my only thought was, hey, it'd be funny if Meat Skelton went in there. <laughs> that, that was Meat Skelton. Uh, no, it wasn't Meat Skelton. But, yeah. I would totally chip in money to fly Mead to uh, whatever, Chicago or whatever and uh, film him at the Wiener Circle getting verbally abused by the, the people that work there. Oh, that would be fantastic. All right, let's let's start a GoFundMe or Kickstarter or something. That is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Watch, guys, to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. A gigantic flood of pee. A unique ocean of lust. Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Tomorrow's episode is going to be sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up. Otherwise, I'll see you back on Wednesday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. It's Monday, January 10th, 2020, 2020, 2022. Shit. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net.